0: Welcome to Butter be Kind Podcast, where we discuss self-care, self-love, natural cosmetics, natural beauty, and most of all, how to feel good in your own skin. My name is Taya Orankar, I'm the founder of Butter be Kind Natural Cosmetics, and I will be your host. Make sure to become a part of our amazing community by subscribing to this podcast, in that way you'll be the first one who knows when a new episode drops out. Our community is always open for new suggestions, new questions, every month we will be covering a new topic so make sure to let us know what you want to hear about next. Enjoy the new episode. Hi, and welcome to Butterbe Kind Podcast. My name is Taya Ranker, and today I'm here with a special guest, Carmen Novak from Flower and Spice. She's a natural skincare formulator, the owner of Flower and Spice, a natural apothecary, and a very successful entrepreneur. Um, she comes from Slovenia, like I do. But she's been living in the Netherlands for several years now. She'll tell us more about that later. Carmen, thank you so much for being here and welcome to our podcast. Um, How are you these days?
1: Well, first, thank you for inviting me. Um, I'm uh, happy to share my uh, story with you. Uh, I'm good today. I am uh, really enjoying. I'm in Ljubljana now. where I also have my office and warehouse, so it's not completely the Netherlands, it's a bit combined uh, these days, and I'm really enjoying this uh, transition to fall.
0: And how long have you been in the Netherlands now?
1: Uh, Altogether, I think it's uh, seven years since I moved to uh, the Netherlands, um, and I would say last year and a half or two. uh, Since I opened an office in Slovenia, I am here more as well. I would say a third of the time I spent in Slovenia. I like the combination.
0: Yeah, I I believe that. (laughs) Um, So how did it all start for you? How did your journey as a formulator, as a skincare um, researcher begin for you?
1: Well, this was a funny and unplanned Uh, journey. Uh, When I moved to the Netherlands I moved because uh, of my partner, he's Dutch, and um, I was working in a marketing marketing agency and uh, when I moved there to the Netherlands it's really hard to work in marketing as such if you don't know the language. So getting a job that I would be a bit interested in or had experience, it was harder and i was living in a small town um, away from amsterdam so commute would be um stressful let's say and i didn't want to work in a hectic uh, marketing environment anymore anyway so at that point i was thinking what i'm going to do in my life uh, i was 35 years old and um my partner asked me if i know what i want to do and i really I didn't really know. Uh, It's really hard at that age when somebody asks you what you really, what is your passion. And I just remembered uh, when I was in my 20s that um, I really liked that natural stores uh, with bad salts and bad bombs and such and candles. Um, And um, I always went to every store that I saw. I said, okay, maybe I can learn how to do these things because why not? I was feeling quite uh, stressed uh, at that time. I think I was a bit of a burnout. Uh, I just didn't feel well. I think I was uh, tired, very tired. And working with um, essential oils seemed like a fun thing. (laughs) So I said, okay, I need to learn how to make anything. And um, I found this uh, Formula Botanica school, which you also uh, study at. And uh, it turned out when I started to learn how to formulate that we never made any bad salts or bad bombs or anything as simple, but we started with a more uh, with formulating skincare and I just started enjoying it. I really uh, enjoyed to get all the ingredients, uh, learning, just learning the science part because I really like science uh, in general. So I started to make products and, um, Uh, My partner would say that I got uh, obsessed, not obsessed, possessed because I was just (laughs) learning all the time. And I uh, first did a diploma and then I went to to advanced diploma and then I did a mask certificate. And at some point I decided that I will make more products. And um, when I created first, actually, it was a Midnight Beauty Serum, which is still my favorite product. Um, I was thinking, okay, maybe I can sell this. (laughs) I need to do something. So this is how it started. Uh, this is how the idea of having a brand started.
0: This is love on first sight, I think.
1: Pretty much, pretty much. And I think it was uh, just because it made me feel better working with this uh, ingredient, just creating things. Um, I was kind of drawn to this well-being lifestyle, um, which now as being a busy entrepreneur changed a bit, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, the idea was the right one
0: but probably it's very exciting, right?
1: Yeah, it's not boring for sure. (laughs) Yeah, it's fun. It's uh, fun to build a company uh, while you have your own, so you have an idea how it is.
0: And when you started, did you follow all the steps, market research, what products are already on the market, or did you just go for it? You just felt that this is it, I'm going to do it no matter what. I'm asking this because there are... What I hear from other people is like, oh, there's so many natural cosmetics on the market. But what was what was that drive that you had that made you push
1: through? Well, the thing is that I didn't think so much about what it's on the market and maybe when I started to learn, it was like 6, 7 years ago, it wasn't that crowded. And um, I really didn't think about it. Uh, I just thought, okay, I made this nice product. I can sell it. Uh, and uh, I did research. I was reading everything about uh, the business. I also uh, got a mentor. I had a half a year of a business mentor, especially from the field. I also got a marketing course for a year, especially for skincare. So it was a lot of education all the time. But uh, the thing is that I always have an idea. If you make something good, you're always going to find a customer for it. Mm. So, yeah, it was, I would say um, I didn't worry so much uh, about it. Uh, now it's hard. I must say that uh, maybe I should worry a bit more at the beginning. But um, it turns out to be a great uh, decision that I made. Uh, so I'm not sorry about it. But, yeah, when you ask me if it's uh, market research is needed, if um, you need to... Do it only if it's there's still place on the market. But you know, there is people still make bread, right? There's still bakeries opening all the time. Um, you're always gonna find your uh, tribe and your crowd. Um, just depends how big.
0: That's such a good point. Yeah, but for example, in my in my eyes, I r- admire your brand because it's expanding so fast across the world. I often see brands that have nice products but they stay stuck in one place for 10 15 maybe for the whole time that they're on the market and what I really this is something I, I've told you already like it's so amazing the way you're expanding you're just so courageous and just go for it I think I, I feel like that is that is you but maybe if you could share how did you how did you just say okay Flower and spice is going to be known across the world, and that 's it i 'm going to do it now how did How did you make the plan where to expand
1: well first, thank you for these nice words. I really don 't see myself as a um, such a prodigy that you were making me, but the thing is that I never thought to make it small um, and I really think that it's it 's not that hard uh, to be honest. I know that maybe this sounds um I don't want to sound pretentious, but how I got to the other markets, we just wrote to the stores an email, they want to take our brand, uh, and we wrote to like 700, 800 stores. And then some of them said yes, and maybe uh, first five of them said yes, and then another five. And then distributors came. Um It's just hard work. It's it's not it's not that uh, you have to have some special knowledge. Oh, you have to be prepared, you have to make all the documentation and presentation and um, write and uh, and you just have to be persistent. And uh, then we send them products. Some people said, uh, some store owners said, okay, send us a package. And once in a while, uh, someone said yes. And now it's getting a bit easier because we're a bit bigger. They say yes, faster. Uh, so basically just hard work and, uh, Google, we went, I went on Google and Googled, okay, natural stores in I know New York. And then I s- sent them an email, um, found emails on LinkedIn. I don't know, like I said, it's not, it's, I never thought just to be small because I thought that being small, I wouldn't sell anything. And I had this big batches of products that need to be sold. Mm-hmm. And I had to find a market for it. If I would make ten products at home, I probably wouldn't worry so much. I would mm-hmm. probably send uh, sell it. I don't know on the market uh, on Saturday. But when you have thousands of products, because I uh, went with a manufacturer that made it for me, then I just had to had to sell it, and I was may, maybe pushed into
0: it. Yeah, I I know that the MOQs that manufacturers are quite quite big, <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, the the thing is that when you get thousands of products, you don't want them to go you know, go past expiration date and you need to throw them away. So I pushed them, for example, in beauty boxes in the beginning uh, when they take a few thousands um, because I knew I couldn't sell it in the first year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, everything was learning on the job. And what I learned so far is that you just have to be persistent.
0: Mm-hmm. And how do you see well-being, like general well-being, feeling good in your own skin? How do you perceive that? And how do you think that natural cosmetics influences that, if it does? Oh, how do I see
1: well-being? I think well-being, uh, I see that you're um, content with what you do with your life. I think the inner peace is the well-being, uh, the most important part of well-being which is probably harder to achieve that uh, than we think <clears throat> uh when it comes to skincare i think that especially our our skincare um i used very nice mixtures of essential oils in my products that are also very aromatherapy so basically when you use that you feel good um, I got a customer uh, responses that they cannot wait to use the um, skincare in the evening or in the morning because they just f- make them feel calmer. So it's like the end of the day ritual, uh, which usually they didn't with, I would say, um, conventional uh, skincare. So I think every bit that you add to your uh, uh, feel-good um that's that's wellness if it's that's a walk if it's that uh having a cup of tea listening to music dancing uh i think everything is part of uh well-being and as much as skincare food and everything else
0: you you mentioned uh, the spices the essential oils that you use could you maybe just tell us shortly about the name flower and spice how was it born
1: yeah that was also again um a uh, very uh not planned <laughs> thing and the thing is that when i went to the netherlands i had time to cook and i really like cooking and um i used a lot of spices um and when i started to make skincare first when i started to learn how to do it i was making it in the kitchen and there was a spice rack <laughs> and i i didn't put the spices in the uh, ingredients this uh, in the product this is not how this works but um a when we learn how to make products you can basically do whatever you wanted you had to research the ingredients and do um whatever i want and i said okay if the spices are so potent when you eat them so healthy it must be something about them because they are spices mostly come from the core of the plant and the seeds they're really packed and i started to research uh, about uh, spices and they are full of antioxidants, anti-inflammatory, antifungal. They have really an array of benefits. I said, okay, I'm gonna use them in my skincare. And um, I do have marketing background, so I knew that if I'm gonna make a brand, I'm gonna have to think of something uh, different. And I, I said, okay, I'm gonna go with the spices route. I saw that nobody's doing it, uh, not in such way, uh, and. Then the flowers uh, came from me being in the Netherlands where flowers are everywhere. Uh, I had flowers all the time at home because they were not expensive um, and I just love flowers. So I said, okay, maybe I will combine this um, love of cooking and spices and uh, just love of uh, flowers and nature. And that's how I created Flower and Spice and luckily uh, the Uriel was available. <laughs> So, and now I use uh, at least one flower and at least one spice in every product that I make and that I create.
0: And what is your what is your vision for the brand? How do you want to how do you want to expand further? Do you have new products, planning new products, new collaborations? maybe you're your news you no know, your own store?
1: Oh our vision is uh, big <laughs> and it's keep changing and expanding um, well I started with three products at launch now we have five and another one is coming cleanser we're gonna uh, it's already created we just need to make it um, first production line and uh, then I have a new product already in the development extra with SPF um, one day I would like to make um, another line, I would call it a wellness and recovery line um, which is going to be more uh, oriented for well-being, recovery after burnout and such. Uh, so that's that's my future plans that uh, it's nothing beautiful. done on it, but <laughs> I hope I will get that. Um, and maybe one day I get to these uh, bad salts and bad bombs <laughs> that I wanted to do at the beginning. But I still never done one single uh, product like that. Uh, so yeah, that's the plan mm, And yeah, no, I won't make I don't want to make too many products because I think a Nice range is enough. You don't have to overcrowd your bathroom with uh, so many uh, different products since All of our products are super packed um, And covers a lot mm-hmm.
0: um,
1: So yeah, that's the plan for now uh f- finalize, let's say, a faceline and then go probably into the body and um, mind.
0: That's great. I think the world needs it. <laughs> and um, how do you see other brands that are on the market, not just in natural cosmetics, but in general? What do you think is this key factor or something important that plays role in a brand to be successful or to to really reach the right audience because we all know that it's not it's not just having a good product it's not just having thousands of Google ads
1: well it's a combination of everything right uh, I think it's uh, first is the good product but we know that the bad products also sell well right um, then it's um, what I think is the good brand especially in skincare and a consumer product is that when you get a customer coming back or more because they like it because it does something for them uh it changed their life or whatever how they feel uh or their skin Uh, that's i think it's a good brand where you keep your customer it's not that just they just try it and then go uh somewhere else and how to make i think it's just um we try to do uh, not just good skincare but good customer service um we don't skimp on ingredients. Uh, we don't cut corners, um, and I think our customers appreciate that. Uh, we care about our customer. Um, I am my customer. This I treat my customers the way I want to be treated, um, and I think this is the path to to success, uh, as you call it. Um, sometimes it's, um, I would say. You you could cut corners, you know, make cheaper products, uh, cheaper ingredients, but I don't think it would uh, go well on the long run.
0: How do you see, in in our community, we talk about sustainability more and more. Um, How do you see that aspect of sustainability in natural cosmetics?
1: Well, um, I think it's... um, double sort. the more natural, uh, there will be more natural skincare, the more resources will be needed. And um, when the big huge brands going all into natural, a lot of plants will need to be planted and then harvested. And I hope that that won't affect um, the sustainable aspect because you need land, right? Um, we already know that how it was, um, how it is in the world that they cut um, trees to plant um, ingredients for uh, food or products. So that's really affects the um, uh, ozone and such. So I think it's we're gonna have to be careful. Uh, luckily, I work with a really good manufacturer in Switzerland. Uh, they are actually, they have a certificate for the 100% sustainable company as a company and how they source the ingredients, um, they source it from sustainable farmers uh, so, every ingredients it 's replenished yearly, <clears throat> uh, so we don 't um minimize natural resources in that way, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think um the whole world would have to be careful. I think it's getting better, but um, it's still so much bad
0: <laughs> yeah, there is that 's why it 's so important to educate and to spread <laughs> spread knowledge and awareness. What is for you the most? challenging parts of the business
1: um i'm lucky enough that i love uh, a lot of aspects of my work i I would say all but um i like uh, building a brand i like marketing of it i like making products Uh, i like building a team but the challenge is that there is so much to do and wearing so many hats it's sometimes hard (laughs) And when you have your own brand, uh, when you have uh, something that you love, you don't unplug. I mean, it's really hard to not think about it, even through the weekend, even in the evening. So um, that that's not easy. And the competition is fierce. So you always have to be on top. You always have to think about something new, what you're gonna do, uh, what you're gonna do differently, um, how you're gonna convince this person to buy your product, not someone else's. So, um, yeah, I think it's just a lot of work and a lot mm. of different work that uh, a entrepreneur has to do um, on its own, especially in first years, I guess.
0: Mm. Okay. Thank you for sharing all this. Um, we came to the final part, the final five questions. You can answer them with one word, with one sentence. You can also say more about it. What is your definition of beauty?
1: Oh <laughs> the ultimate question. Huh? Well, my definition of beauty is um oh that is hard. Well, you can find beauty in everything, right? Not in just on someone's face. Um I think that beauty is uh, everything that makes you feel happier, better. Um I really like art, so aesthetic is a big, really big part of my life. Um I would maybe compare beauty to art that gives you something that it's not, I wouldn't say common, but um, that you noticed. Uh, and I think that uh, when it comes to people, it, the most important It's. I think if you, if you feel good inside, you're going to feel more beautiful uh, and you're going to look happier. You're going to smile and think uh, the happiness is, the happiness is beauty, basically, because mm. uh, it's good beautiful for you and for somebody else.
0: What is your favorite task of the day in a normal entrepreneurial life?
1: Oh, that's another one uh, that it's really hard to answer in the one thing. Now that, I'm, that I have office, I really like to get up, I wouldn't say too early in the morning, but in the morning and go to the office and be with my team. I think that gives me a lot of energy, so I hope to be here more. So yeah, that's my favorite task.
0: And what is your biggest motivation?
1: Hmm. I would say maybe my customers. I really enjoy uh, getting feedback. Uh, I really enjoy making them happy. Um, That gives me energy, I would say. I'm not saying motivation, but uh, that gives me a lot of energy. Even when the days are really hard, Um, positive feedback uh, makes all the difference. That's
0: amazing. And what is your favorite way of self-care?
1: Oh, I have several. (laughs) I love going to massages. I love sleep. I really love sleep. I love good food. Um, Yeah, I'm very wellness oriented person and I think I'm quite a consumer of wellness um, services.
0: Um, Okay, you actually shared it already, but what are you currently working on?
1: Um, Yeah, uh, like as I mentioned, uh, cleanser is coming um, and then SPF cream. And we have some other things in the pipeline that are still going to keep a secret.
0: That's great. We have to, we have to keep some, some secrets. Um, thank you, Carmen. Uh, is there anything you want to share with our listener, listeners for the end? Well, I, I,
1: what I want to say is that um, if you don't yet, please give a natural skincare a chance because as much as I was shocked, how good can it be? Maybe you will be too, and I think it's a good to support small um, entrepreneurs, small companies. Um, yeah, just give it a go, and uh, I'm pretty sure you're gonna like it.
0: <laughs> that that is true. I, I I completely agree with that. People always think that natural skincare doesn't work. It's whatever, but works much better than anything else.
1: It is it is good natural skincare can be good and I have a lot of uh, uh, friends with uh, brands and I use their skincare Uh, there's a lot of amazing natural skincare out there
0: thank you so much again for being here thank you for all your insights about business natural skincare beauty and so much more
1: thank you for inviting me
0: thank you and I wish you all the success in your business you too Thanks for joining us in this amazing interview. I hope you really enjoyed the episode and you learned something new about entrepreneurship, natural skincare, and why it's important to choose natural products. I have a special surprise for you. You can now comment live on the episodes, whether you like them, whether there's an insight, there's a question, whatever it is that you would like to share or comment, you can do it directly under the episode. If you are listening on Google or uh, Google podcasts or Apple podcast stay tuned for the next episode that is coming out in two weeks and um, I will let you know all about it soon if you have any questions anything you would like us to talk about then let me know in the comments on Instagram make sure to follow us and make sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you will be the first one to know when a new episode pops up have an amazing amazing day and enjoy bye